afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on a Tuesday as we talk the world of sports. Well, as you can hear, no Jimmy B today. He'll be back tomorrow, so he says. So a solo edition. We got the Hawkeye Huddle coming your way from 5 until 6 o'clock as we do on Tuesdays throughout the college sports season. Iowa football at the forefront, obviously, of the conversation after the 13-3 win over Iowa State. Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge will be by talking the world of the Hawkeyes. A lot more coming your way as well. Alex Halstead will be here coming up in about 15-20 minutes or so. We'll talk with Alex on the latest with Iowa State and get into a whole lot with him. Then later in first in the first hour today, we're going to uh, take a trek to the Condon Casino. An early look at some of the betting lines coming up this weekend. It's been a, a good one to this point for the Condon Casino. Yes, uh, though I didn't hand out a whole lot of winners on Friday's program. Overall, if you're following me right now, so I'm, I'm doing a little work, a little side gig, and doing some work with the Sports Bet Collective. Now, what this is, it's a group of people that follow teams, know the college game, know the NFL game, whatever it may be, know football in a official capacity, and they give out picks every week. Now, a lot of the picks that you get out there, high cost. It's going to cost you for a package hundreds of dollars. Not the case here. Very affordable. And I'm telling you right now, folks, I'm hot. I'm 4-0 through the first two weeks. I've handed you four winners Zero losers. Is that going to continue? Am I going to be undefeated all season long? Probably not. But jump aboard. Go find more information. Sportsbetcollective.com. You can find them on Twitter also. At Sportsbetco is where you can find it. Having a lot of fun. Making picks. Writing up a little bit about each game. Concentrating mostly on Iowa and Iowa State. Handed out the winner to you with the under. Easy call. 13-3. I mean, come on. But uh, just a little info for you fellow degenerates out there making a little buck and, and hopefully we can turn a big profit coming up for the 2018-19 football season. With that, let's get into it here today and what a start. We got Alex Halstead coming up, but the ongoing saga might be the correct terminology to use here. What to do with Iowa State with just 11 games now scheduled. Of course, they lose the opener against South Dakota State because of the thunderstorm, because of the lightning in the area. Now, what do you do to figure out how to make that game, how to make it up, and if need be, get Iowa State to bowl eligibility. And Jamie Pollard was talking last night on the coaches' show. He was up there explaining some of the different things. Now, the first thing, and at the top of the list, was Drake also lost their game in Week 1. I believe they are playing William Jewell. Drake didn't have a game. They had an opportunity. Make that work. Boom. You keep it local. Pay Drake the whatever it costs to bring him up there. Great. Now, a couple of head scratchers. First, Drake is not a scholarship program. Now, this isn't like bringing in South Dakota State, a very good FCS team. This isn't you and I. This isn't North Dakota State. This isn't even Savannah State. Drake is a non-scholarship football program, though they are at the FCS level, and though they can, yes, qualify for the playoffs by winning the Pioneer League, the level that they play at is completely different than what you normally see and what we talk about at the FCS level. So, a bit of a head-scratcher. Good idea, keep it in state, keep the money here, sure, I get it, but in terms of an actual game, 
a game that you can learn anything about your football team. You wouldn't get that with Drake. Well, because they're a non-scholarship program, that waiver was denied by the NCAA. A few other waivers out there trying to get teams eligible at the FCS level who have an 11-game season, get them a 12th game, a waiver for that. That was denied. Iowa State also apparently put in a request to be bowl eligible with five wins this season. Also denied. So there is a whole lot going on right now trying to figure out exactly how to get this extra game in there. Now, there is a tweet from this morning. comes from a guy named Brandon Lowe. Brandon Lowe works in West Virginia. Fox affiliate there hosts a, a sports radio show in drive time out there. He says this, The West Virginia NC State will be canceled and most likely played October 13th. The Iowa State game then pushed to October 18th on Thursday night. This coming from Big 12 sources. Stay tuned. That's from Brandon Lowe out in West Virginia. Now, when you look at the schedule, Iowa State's bye week is October 20th. That's what they're looking to fill. Saturday, October 20th. Obviously, the Thursday would be the 18th. West Virginia has an open date. That one is October 20th. Currently, those two teams are scheduled to play on the 13th. So because of this, Iowa State has a little bit more wiggle room. NC State, West Virginia trying to get that game in somewhere in the schedule where it allows. That's where this is all coming from. Now, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to move that out unless TV would dictate something like that, moving it from Saturday to Thursday. But Iowa State has an opportunity here, opportunity to get this game changed around, and because of it, maybe more flexibility and where they can get an extra game in there. Now, the simplest solution to all of this is Iowa State and Nebraska come together and play a football game against each other, play each other at the end of the season. If neither team qualifies for their conference championship game, neither team gets in Big Ten for Nebraska, Big 12 title game for Iowa State. You play on that first Saturday in December. You play that game in Kansas City at a neutral site. You play it in Nebraska. You figure out a revenue split. Whatever it is, that is the easiest, simplest solution to all of this because Nebraska also lost their game. Doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of talk happening between those two sides. That would be the simplest. We'll get more confirmation on this coming up with Alex Halstead. He'll be joining us, CycloneAlert.com, coming up here in just a little bit. To last night and uh, what we saw in the world of sports, Monday Night Football, what a performance out of those Detroit Lions. Woof. We've uh, been joking about my my Lions buddy that has been uh, tweeting at me saying, hey, don't forget about those Lions. Sorry to say, we're going to be forgetting about those Lions if uh, the kind of performance we saw last night continues on. Vikings, Packers, Bears. Sure, the Lions are, are the forgotten fourth. I know there are some fans. It's not at the same level, but I was willing to throw them a bone after that performance last night. Absolutely not. Just dreadful. And after the pick six that you saw from Sam Darnold to begin the ball game, <clears throat> from there, it, it was just hideous. It, it was bad football. 48 points, Matt Patricia, at home. At home. Stafford struggled in the first half. Looks to be a long, long season in Detroit. I, overreactions, yes, week one, I get it. You don't want to go too far. But I'll tell you, it, it's... Uh, 
It's got to be frustrating right now. You get rid of Jim Caldwell. I know we joked about Caldwell. Never hear him say anything. He just standing there stoically on the sideline. Former Iowa Hawkeye. Tell you what, think you'd like to have old Caldwell back on the sidelines after that performance from Patricia last night. To the late game. Wasn't able to stay up. Made it about seven minutes left in the fourth quarter before the eyes drifted away. And it was uh, night-night time for your boy T.C. Gave you a winner, though. Told you Oakland in the first half. Got you a winner there. Hope you made a little bit of money with me. John Gruden, as all the new head coaches in the NFL, guys coaching for the first time in 2018 with the new slate of coaches this year, 0-7. Woof, woof, woof. And Todd Gurley, what a stud he is. You know, Marshawn Lynch was running hard early on. Only 11 carries in the game, though. I mean, you're up 13-10. Jared Cook, this guy, if he could ever stay healthy, and I know that's a big if, and they're just certain guys that, frankly, can never stay healthy. He was amazing. But before we run out of time, I did find myself over on the baseball last night. And I know a lot of people are talking today about Hader, what he did, came in with the lead. Came in in the seventh inning, then the eighth, struck out every batter that he saw, all six guys, and Jeffress at the back end closed things out. But this is why this team is incredibly scary come playoff time. Cubs fans, who knows? You know, tonight, it's a big one. You lose, it's a tie. It's a tie for the division lead. So that's concerning in its own right. But you couple it with, even if the Cubs hold on and, and they win the division, I, I still, I believe that that will happen. But you're looking at either seeing St. Louis come in. Cardinals obviously have been so much better after the firing of Matheny. Now, Azuna finally is heating up over the last month and, and on and on and on. But that pales in comparison to me from what you see out of this Milwaukee Brewer squad. You have a bullpen built around, if not the best, one of the best in the game, in Hader. Jeffress at the back end. And then a lot more names that you can throw out there from Corey Knable, who has been great for a long part of his career. Jordan Lyles. You talk about Matt Elbers, Joaquin Soria, Boone Logan, a lefty specialist. They, they have so many different directions that they can go with you. And playoff baseball is so much different than what you see in the regular season. You build the bullpen in this fashion with the power arms that they have, and you don't need a lot. You know, Gio Gonzalez can drive you crazy. Watching this guy pitch, he's slow, takes a ton of pitches. It's, it's going to take him 110 pitches many times to get through four and two-thirds innings. That's who he is. But with this bullpen, that's fine. Shasin has been really good. Chase Anderson is a solid starter. But now you're not, when you get to the playoffs, you're not asking, get a six, get a seven. You don't need that. I know that's been an issue all season long, really, for the Brewers team. They have so many arms in this bullpen. It turns into a four or five inning game. And if you're not going to get to them early, and you're not going to get to those starters, and you're not going to beat up on the junior Guerreros of the world, you're going to be in trouble. Incredibly scary team. Scary they're in Atlanta? Yes. Scarier than the Dodgers with what they have with Kenley Jansen. What are they going to get out of him, if anything? Yes. I mean, on and on and on. The Brewers, 
The Brewers are legit. And tonight a chance to come back, take the lead, not even mentioning the power that they have, the offense, with Yelich and Aguilar and Shaw and Ryan Braun, who I know annoys all you Cub fans out there. Moustakas, Granderson had a big bomb the other night. Jonathan Scope, who, though still you look at the overall numbers, they're not pretty, is playing better. This is a scary team. This is a scary team. And a short series where anything can happen, and that's what that five-game National League Division Series would be. I think it's time for a little bit of concern. I, I certainly would be. If I was in your shoes, Cub fans, I would be concerned about that. We're getting a break here. We're talking Cyclones. Coming up next, it's all Alex Halstead from CycloneAlert.com. He joins me. Coming up on the other side as we take you up until 6 o'clock, it's a Hawkeye Huddle Tuesday from 5 to 6 here on 1700 KBGG. Catch the best in high school football each Friday night on 1700 KBGG with the Central Iowa Game of the Week starting at 7 o'clock on Fridays. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Cameras are everywhere, so why not install some around your home? I recommend Maximus Brand. They have floodlights and porch lights with a camera and motion sensor, easy installation. You can even talk live to the person at your door, plus HD video. Maximus available at Costco. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. You've been there, right? You put on that jacket you haven't worn in like six months. Reach into the pocket and find a McCafe brewed coffee. Well, not really, but there is a crumpled old dollar in there. And on McDonald's, one, two, three dollar menu, that's the price of any size McCafe brewed coffee or a savory sausage biscuit. Oh, and check the other pocket, too. There'll be a tasty sausage McMuffin in there. Find more one dollar breakfast favorites on the one, two, three dollar menu at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Tax extra. I'm so happy. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and punt it and drive home a nicer newer car today for just 10 bucks down i'm throwing a hail mary to make my month and i need your help trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down this is for a limited time so get in here and score before the clock runs out i'm joe clemens and i'm your dealer for the people come see us at capital city motor company in des moines on east university one block off i-235 on the state fair side call 265-1467 or online at approved by joe.com approved by joe.com www.approved by joe.com
Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. It's time for your daily dose of Cyclone coverage on 1700 KBGG. Jimmy B and TC continues on. We got the Hawkeye Huddle coming your way at 5 o'clock with Brett Ridge and Dave Creighton Jr. But right now, we're talking Iowa State Cyclones. We turn to our man, Alex Halstead, who joins us. CycloneAlert.com, the place to go for the latest in Iowa State information. Alex, a busy day for you as always on a Tuesday with the change in scheduling this year with football and interviews and everything else. Thanks for giving us some time today. Yeah, thanks for having me back. And, uh, Finally got a game in, and, and now move on to number five Oklahoma, preparing for that. And at the same time, you used the word scheduling there, and uh, that's that's a big thing. Iowa State's still trying to figure out as it still searches for a 12th game, and I know some fans are antsy because, you know, you lose that first game, and now they're thinking that 12th game needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I know a waiver request was put in. I, I saw some of your tweets last night from Jamie Pollard as he was talking at the coaching show, you know, what to ha- what needs to happen there what's going to go on as it pertains to that. Alex, uh, let's kind of dig into the nuts and bolts, what you were able to take away. First of all, the waivers that were requested by Iowa State. Opportunity to play Drake, that was denied. They are a non-scholarship program. This is different than South Dakota State, UNI, North Dakota State, even a program like Savannah State, who's terrible, but they're a scholarship program. Is it as simple as that because Drake is a non-scholarship program? That was the reason that the request was denied? Yeah, so there were three waivers, and that was the first one that they put in, or I guess they put them in at the same time, but that was their preference, Pollard said, uh, was they filed a waiver to allow them to play a non-scholarship FCS school. To, for an FCS school to count towards your six wins for a bowl eligibility, I think it has to be 90% equivalency mm-hmm. of scholarships. Drake is obviously non-scholarship. They do get a, a team, that conference, into the FCS playoffs as a representative, but 
or non-scholarship. Now, that game probably wouldn't have been great to watch. You know, it wouldn't have been anywhere near fair. But both schools, and it sounds like Drake really wanted to do this. They thought it would be cool for them, cool for their seniors to go play at Jack Trice and the season. So it sounded more like a, a nice thing to do on both sides. Iowa State needed the game. Drake and both sides thought it would be cool for the state and stuff. But in the end, it probably would have been great football. So that was denied, and the NCAA said it just wouldn't have been fair to other schools that Iowa State got to count as a non-scholarship game um, towards bowl eligibility. So that one was denied. I know another request was also put in if they would finish the year at 5-6 and six and not being able to have that 12th game because of the, uh, the thunderstorm out against South Dakota State, a waiver to get in as a bowl-eligible team at 5-6. five to uh, five and six. That one was shut down. Certainly understand that one. And what was the final waiver that was requested by Iowa State? Yeah, so then the final waiver was the one that I think they probably have the best shot at and, and the one that probably surprises me the most, and that's that this year FCS schools can only play 11 games. Now, this changes based on the calendar length of a year. This year FCS schools get 11 games because then they go into the playoffs. Iowa State filed a waiver saying, could an, could an FCS school play 12 games and then come to Iowa State? And that waiver was denied. Now, the situation there was that Iowa State's got a bye week October 20th. There are 19 FCS schools with bye weeks on October 20th. And so they thought if they could get one of those FCS schools, one of those 19 schools to agree to come to Ames and get a waiver so they could play 12 games, that it would all be set. The NCAA said those schools can't play 12 games. And so that was denied. And Iowa State said that was not their preference because Matt Campbell and I think and his staff and I think Iowa State in general would like to keep that bye week open as of now just for the team. And, and we've talked about the gauntlet of the schedule coming up for them. Mm-hmm. But that waiver was denied, so it's not an option. So now Iowa State's options are basically down to can they find an opponent to play December 1st. Now, that opponent can't have 11 games, and so that, that list is really short. It seems to be Southern and Presbyterian both have 10 games scheduled, so they could play theoretically in 11th. And then Stephen F. Austin this last weekend got their game canceled. Theoretically, they could play in 11th. So it seems like there's three schools. Um, there could be cancellations this weekend from the hurricane, um, which could put more schools into that pool. But basically, obviously, it's going to try to find a school to play December 1st from a very, very narrow pool that wants to come play them. And then they got to hope that school doesn't make their conference championship because, like you said, if Iowa State's 5-6 and six going into that game and that school plays its conference championship and cancels the game, then Iowa State's kind of out of luck. So still some moving parts, but a lot of it's been narrowed down to basically right now finding a game for December 1st from a pretty small pool of schools. You know, you, you mentioned the possibility of a lot of postponements or cancellations this weekend in college football with Hurricane bearing down on the eastern seaboard. Because of that, a conference school might have their game canceled, and that is West Virginia. West Virginia this week goes to NC State to take on the Wolfpack. There's some reports out there from, I know, a radio guy out in West Virginia in Charleston talking about a possibility. NC State has a bye week the 13th. West Virginia's bye week is the week after on the 20th, but moving the Iowa State game back a week either to Thursday the 18th, or I think makes more sense to move it to the 20th that Saturday, Regardless of that, have you heard anything from the Iowa State perspective? Is that something that they would be willing to do to help out and maybe give them some more flexibility, too, in scheduling that 12th game? Yeah, I haven't heard anything on that yet. It was an interesting report, like you said, that, that came out because it looks like that West Virginia-NC State game is going to be canceled uh, because of the hurricane. And I can say that the fans don't seem very enthused with it because they lose a Saturday game and right. uh, and all that. Right now it's just all speculation and It'll be interested to see how it plays out. It, it seems weird for me that 
West Virginia would want to play back-to-back road games on October 13th and October 18th. You know, so you're not only playing back-to-back road games, but you're also playing a Big 12 game five days after you play another Power 5 school. And so it, it seems kind of weird to me, but I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, if, for Iowa State, the only thing would be then their bye week would be October 13th, and they'd have plenty of rest going into it, so it won't really affect their their rest. I mean, they won't be playing West Virginia on short rest, but it, it seems like a, a tough tough thing for West Virginia to do, but if they really want that game and, and all that, it seems like it's more like a Big 12 decision than it would be a university decision. Alex, wouldn't the simplest solution to all this, just uh, Nebraska also lost their first game. They're uh, going back and forth with Akron right now. Schedule Iowa State, Nebraska, that first Saturday in December, December 1st, and if either team gets to the conference championship game, obviously the game would be off the board, but is it that simplest? Play it in Kansas City, maybe play it in Nebraska and figure out a revenue uh, split, something along those lines. Wouldn't that make a whole lot more sense and well, be the simplest solution here? Yeah, that's the one that, you know, this has been going on for now two weeks, and both weeks when Pollard is kind of giving an update, my Twitter mentions get filled with, what about Nebraska? Why don't mm-hmm. they just play Nebraska? That seems like what fans would like to see. I think, you know, fans and I think media and just view, college football viewers in general would, would love to see that just because it's a more appealing game than even have playing South Dakota State. I think fans would love to see a, a old rivalry. They'd mm-hmm. like to see a Power 5 game and that sort of thing. But it sounds like right now Nebraska and Akron are basically geared towards likely playing December 1st if one of the schools needs it for bowl eligibility. And then I think the second thing, it sounds like logistically they just don't think there's enough time. So it sounds very, very unlikely that that would happen, even though it seems to be the solution that most fans just want to see happen for pure simplicity and then also the fact that, you know, it would probably be fun to watch. And the other thing is, if either school, Nebraska or Iowa State, would say five and six quarters of that game, they'd probably like a game that maybe has a, has better than 50-50 odds of, of getting it for six wins. That makes sense, too. Absolutely. And if you're at that spot of five and six, want to get that six victory and, and have a chance to play in a bowl game. Well, let's uh, take a look back before we look forward. It's Oklahoma this week for the Cyclones. And uh, I want to get your perspective on this, Alex. As I was not a media member on Saturday, I was there as a fan. I was tailgating. Didn't have cell service. I wasn't up in the box, so didn't get that nice Wi-Fi password from Kinnick Stadium. So I didn't know anything until, well, first snap of the game. Here comes Julian Good-Jones out running the center position and Sean Foster at the left tackle spot. When did you find out? Was it just watching warm-ups that you kind of saw, hey, it's not Colin Newell out there being the center when they're going through their first-team reps with the offense? And with it, your reaction to when you first saw that? Yeah, so there have been whispers, I guess, in the, in the days leading up that Iowa State's lineup on the offensive line might not be exactly the depth chart, that they might go with a more veteran group, which hinted at Julian, obviously, inside, and then uh, Foster at left tackle, who had started, you know, six games in his career. So there were kind of whispers at that, but then the question was, was it going to be Newell or, or Mueller at left guard? And so when they came out, it wasn't shocking, but it's still obviously a change, and, and it did prove to be true that, that that they went with the more veteran group, and it sounds like that was a big, big part in it, that they felt like in, in that environment against that defensive line that a, a group with more starts might make more sense. And so it sounds like it could have been as simple as that. It, that line is still not set in stone. Matt Campbell said yesterday that they'll keep working through it, although it sounds like that could be the lineup this week because it doesn't sound like they want to make drastic change based on one game. You know, Matt Campbell was pretty happy, it sounds like, with the guards. It was more so the tackles that 
just didn't perform very well in that opener. So I was a little surprised from the fact that you know we had heard so much about Colin Newell dating back to the spring. Not to say he didn't perform well in the spring and fall, but I do also think Iowa State knew Julian Good-Jones was going to be suspended for the opener for, for several months. And okay. so it wouldn't have surprised me that maybe Newell was the number one center and working with the number one through that time because they knew he was going to be starting that first game with Good Jones suspended. So maybe that played into it too, and, and Good Jones was the center all along had he not been suspended. So a lot of a lot of moving parts in there, but I think they do want to still get Colin Newell playing time, and that line, it, it sounds like, still far from settled. Do you expect to see changes Saturday against Oklahoma, or do you think we're going to see the same, at least starting five, to get going against Oklahoma that we saw against Iowa? Yeah, well, well Matt Campbell said yesterday that um, – he doesn't want to say that that group is set in stone by any means, but he said he also doesn't know if he foresees drastic changes. And so reading into that comment, I think he might go with the same lineup against Oklahoma and at least allow them to get more reps, allow them to make progress from week one to week two and see if that makes sense. But I don't think that he's saying, okay, this is the lineup no matter what. If that group doesn't play well against Oklahoma, if he goes with that same group, maybe they make changes against Akron or the next week against TCU. But it sounds like he would like to give that group a couple weeks before he says, okay, they played poor against Iowa, let's completely shuffle it. And like I said last night, he said that he thought Josh Kniffel and, and uh, well on the interior, I think, you know, the guards they were pretty happy with, it was maybe elsewhere that just didn't get the job done Saturday. Talking right now with Alex Halstead, CycleAndAlert.com, as we take a look around Iowa State. They prepare for Oklahoma, 11 o'clock kick on Saturday. All right, uh, Alex, let, let's jump over to the good of what we saw on Saturday, and that certainly was that defense. Ray Lima was clogging up the middle. He was making plays. He was outstanding as always. Linebacker core was very good. PV and Payne did their thing. But Mike Rose, being able to watch him now for the first time, more than the limited snaps we got in Game 1 against South Dakota State, I'll tell you what, he just absolutely left, leapt off the field. I mean, you, you see this guy not just always in the right spot and a middle linebacker that is heady as a true freshman, but the way he tackles, the way he finishes, he goes through people when he finishes tackles. Mike Rose is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, he, he left a team in, in tackles with 11 and 7 were solo. And we, you, me, Jimmy, we'd talk about him, you know, how does this true freshman emerge? You know, and, and, you know, is he going to be the starter? We talked about that for a couple of weeks leading up to when they finally got on the field Saturday. And, and we, but what we were talking about was just mostly what we were hearing from coaches. And then to actually see it, I think I was even surprised because you hear from coaches and you don't necessarily think they're lying to you, but you, you can't envision what he's actually going to look like as a true freshman middle linebacker. And he definitely, I think, surpassed what most people could have even expected now. The question is, how does he continue to grow? Because it was one really good game, and he made tackles in space. He defended one pass really well, I think a screen pass from Iowa. And like you said, a lot of it was just how intelligent he was to read some of that stuff in his first college game against a Big Ten opponent. The question now is that game was played mostly in the box. You know, a lot of runs, a lot of, um, like I said, stuff in the box. Oklahoma's going to try to, and a lot of these Big 12 teams are going to have more spread out offenses and try to play a little bit more in space. And so it's going to be interesting to see how, how this week goes because it's a completely different style of offensively. How does he do this week? And there could be ups and downs. I'm sure there were downs in that game against Iowa. But for him to perform the way he did, I think, gives a lot of people hope that he could be a, a four-year type starter if he stays healthy and 
if he continues to progress. Defense outstanding. Special teams had their moments. It was a shaky start, certainly, for Corey Dunn, his first punts of his career, uh, both under 20 yards with the rugby-style kick. Bounce back, uh, bombed a couple of 55-plus after that later on in the ball game. Tell us a little bit about Corey Dunn, an Australian kid, and going forward, if we see continued struggles early on, could Joe Rivera get a shot at the punter spot? Yeah, so, so Corey Dunn, like you said, he's an older guy. You know, I think he's probably 23, 24, comes from rugby style. Um, I actually worked out with, um, I think it's Michael Dixon, the, the Seahawks punter who left Texas early. He's actually from the same training group as him. He used to train with him. So a lot of fans, I think, were thinking, okay, I was just getting Michael Dixon, this guy that we're seeing in the NFL bomb, these 65-yarders. And he does have a really strong leg from what we've heard. But I think the couple things that are important for fans to remember is, one, he didn't pump last year. He took a year off to redshirt. So he has three years of eligibility at Iowa State. And that was his first time ever in a stadium bigger than a JUCO stadium. So I think it didn't help that he was punting his first time from the end zone. Not that that's an excuse, but they can't have 13- and 14-yard punts. Like you said, That the defense played really well to allow one field goal out of those two bad punts, and you're not going to get that every week. So Matt Campbell did say that he that done for the most part through fall camp and since he's been here has been more along the lines of that 57-yard punt than he has been around, along the lines of the 14-yard punt. But it's, I think they're going to give him time, you know, to, to get some actual kicks under his belt and, um, and to do that sort of thing. But, yeah, he's going to have to do better than those two punts because you just – the field position game, that really hurt it. And that was one of Iowa State's struggles throughout that game is their average starting field position throughout that game was their own 22. Iowa's was their own 39. And Iowa State could just never flip the field. And that was the type of game Iowa wanted to get into was a field position game, and they won it big time. Alex, uh, finally a look ahead to Oklahoma this week. Kyler Murray has taken in and been incredibly good through the first couple of weeks, taking over for Bacon Mayfield at that spot. Let's talk, uh, start at the quarterback position. Going to be a different look than what they saw a week ago against Iowa. Yeah, it's going to be different, and it's going to be you know different than what they had against Oklahoma last year with Mayfield. You know, they still have a lot of those weapons with, with the receivers, and they don't have Rodney Anderson. He's out for the season after tearing his ACL last week, but when you look at Oklahoma, they've got Trey Sermon and then other guys that are just ready to step up. And the thing that Iowa State has seen so far in Kyler Murray is that, yes, he can run, but he can sit in the pocket and throw. And that's the thing that I think, you know, some people see him and they think he's just this, you know, running quarterback, but he can make throws against you, and that's what makes him dangerous. And that's what I was, you know, kind of bringing up with Mike Rose is those linebackers are in just for a completely different game this week. You know, last week it was a lot of trying to keep those, you know, talented tight ends in front of them and not let them get behind them. This week, it's almost like quarterback spy. So it just seems like week to week it's going to change, but I don't know if you go more drastic than those two offenses where obviously it's playing a lot in the box. You know, Stanley can run, but you're not quarterback spying him as much as you're trying to pay attention to TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fan. This week, they got to basically not let Kyler Murray keep going with his feet. So it is an interesting game and a different matchup, and, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. Last year, Iowa State starts its, you know, third or fourth string quarterback. This year could be their backup you know, against Oklahoma, and it's not easy to go from you losing that game last week 13-3, to a game that they had chances, and now you welcome the number five team in the country. I'm sure they would have loved to have Akron come in first, and um, things just don't get easier, but uh, a, a big big opportunity, too. I think this is their third top five game in the last 11 now, dating back to last season. Alex, uh, it's Oklahoma after what happened a year ago, Kyle Kemp's first career start. They go down there, get down early come roaring back in the second half and get the victory. 
Do you believe in the revenge factor in college football? I, I think it's definitely something that, you know, is probably on their mind. You know, but I mean, you could look at the Cyhawk rivalry a lot of times through the years, and when one team, well, both of those teams always want to win it, and one, one, you know, now I was won four years in a row. Like, I don't know if we'll talk about revenge this time next year when, you know, Iowa State hosts Iowa or not. You know, but that's probably a different scenario than, you know, Iowa State being Oklahoma's one loss last year until the end of the season. So I, I do think it's something that Oklahoma wants to get back. But, you know, Lincoln Riley kind of talked about yesterday how both about that situation that it's just it's a different team, it's a different situation. So I think at the same time, you know, they're maybe more focused on going to the college football playoffs. Good stuff. Hey, as always, good talking with you, Alex. Enjoy the game. 11 o'clock kickoff the week after against Akron. Also 11 o'clock kickoff. Now, you don't got deadlines, so not quite of as big a deal as you is, is, those, is those newspaper guys. Yeah, those newspaper guys are always cheering for these kickoffs. and. <laughs> For me, for me, I, I I can take it or leave it. Get you up early, get you out of there early, and give you a Saturday night to do whatever you want to do. Alex, we'll talk again next week. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Trent. Talk to you later. That's Alex Halstead, 24-7 sports at CycleAlert.com. Get over there. Great information, as always. He's got a new article up, press conference from today, uh, the scheduling things that we talked about really in-depth over at CycloneAlert.com. Well, we'll get a break coming back here on the other side with a whole lot more, including let's take a trek to the Connick Casino. I already got some early thoughts here. Told you earlier in the program, off to a real nice start this season. We'll see if we can continue that, and I'll let you know a little bit more information, how you can get involved. Let's make the money, folks. Let's have some fun. A little gambling talk coming up next year. Taking you up until 5 o'clock. Then will be the Hawkeye Huddle. I'll be sitting in with Dave Creighton, Jr., and Brett Ridge breaking down the Hawkeye victory and a look forward to you and I. And what I told you yesterday, folks, it's a one-game season for Iowa. It comes down to what happens 7.30 on Fox, the game against Wisconsin, even if they lose to you and I. I mean, for all intents and purposes, all that matters is what happens there in that game. I think it's pretty simple. We'll get into that again 5 o'clock with the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave and Brett. The Conda Casino, next. I'm Jimmy B and TC. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358.
This report sponsored by Staples. Staples offers bold color printing to help your business stand out. Now get 20% back in rewards on your color printing. In-store only. Offer ends 11 10 18 Restrictions apply. See store staples.com slash 20 back for details. Print more color, attract more customers, save more money. Staples. Tonight's forecast, clear and comfortable, low near 61. Sunshine Wednesday, a high of 83 and about the same on Thursday with a high of 84. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Walk, run, or wag your way to Terra Park in Johnston on September 22nd for the ARL's Iowa Dog Jog, presented by Anderson Animal Hospital. The 4K and 2K course winds around the scenic Terra Lake, and afterward, you and your pup can unleash in the pop-up dog parks and visit with local vendors. It's basically a big dog party. Sign up as an individual or as a team to fundraise for the homeless pets at the ARL. Register today at iowadogjog.com. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Urbandale. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. 
Hanna back with you here on a Tuesday. Hawkeye Huddle comes your way to kick off the next hour, 5 o'clock. Dave Creighton Jr., Brett Ridge will be by. We will hear from them as uh, we take a look back at the Iowa win over Iowa State. A look forward to you and I and Wisconsin coming up the next couple of weeks at Kinnick Stadium. Right now, though, it's time to take a trip. Let's head westward, my friends. Let's go to Vegas. Money, we're going to be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! So from time to time here on our programs on 1700, like to make a trek to what I call the Cotton Casino. Now, the Cotton Casino, hey, we don't got a whole lot of rules here. We like to fly by the seat of our pants. But first, I'm going to take you into a few things that I'm hearing. Now, on the local front, told you yesterday the opening line is out for the Iowa UNI game. Normally in Vegas, those lines don't come out until later when you have an FBS versus FCS matchup. And sometimes they don't come out at all. Non-line games. Well, at the Connick Casino, we'll put a line on pretty much anything. Or we'll take a look at what other people have put out for lines more importantly. Now, I found a line for the game yesterday. This is offshore. I don't know the validity of the sportsbook that it has the number at, but I know you can legally, no, illegally, excuse me, <laughs> illegally, bet money offshore at this establishment. It was 21 yesterday. The line down to Iowa minus 20. Some Panther money coming in, fading the Hawkeyes perhaps. That's a big number with an offense that has struggled mightily the last couple of weeks. With it, over-under in that game, very low. 43.5 is the number for you and I and Iowa. Let's go next to Ames, where Iowa State will welcome in Oklahoma. 11 o'clock kickoff for that one. Oklahoma open in some spots as high as an 18-point favorite. Other places, and looking at the consensus line move, open most, though, 17, 17 and a half. Got as high yesterday as 18 and a half, and then the buyback started on Iowa State. I've heard from a couple of people that I know that have their ear to the ground in Vegas, in gambling circles. They will tell you, Iowa State is the play this week. Iowa State is going to be a team that the Sharps are going to be on. The public will be on Oklahoma. Sharps are not always right. Don't take that that you're going to put your mortgage up. I'm just telling you what I'm hearing. The Sharps this week are going to be on Iowa State. Now, Chris Andrews told us last week at the South Point Casino, the sportsbook director there, he told us that the Sharps were on Iowa State last week. So, as you can see, not Always right. Just something to keep your eye on in that one. You know, another thing that I wanted to bring up, Thursday night football this week, get in the college game. We'll get to the NFL here in a moment at the Connor Casino. But I want to tell you one thing. A lot of people are jumping on board Boston College. Hawkeye fans, you remember them from a year ago, what you saw in the pinstripe bowl. Pretty good team. Now, it was hard to tell just how good because of those field conditions, but they have throttled their first two opponents, be it they were UMass and Holy Cross, but they covered both games. They were a 20-and-a-half-point favorite against UMass. They won at 55-21. They were favored by 45 against Holy Cross, and they went at 62-14. to So they've covered both those big numbers. First road trip of the year. Now Wake Forest, if you saw them earlier this season, 
played on Thursday night, struggled their way past Tulane. Remember, without their quarterback. Going to be different. Weather very well could be a factor in this one, too. If you're seeing a touchdown out there, and there's not a lot of them, but there are a few. If you're seeing that number, most places have it at 6.5. If you can get a touchdown, though, grab it. Absolutely grab it. I'm sure Boston College, again, is going to be the public side. I do see some sevens out there right now offshore in Vegas. We got six. We got six and a half. So let's take a look here at page two. Nobody dealing a seven yet. Just a bit of info. I'll tell you. Grab Wake Forest. You might say, TC, how could you be so sure? I can't. I can't. But I'm off to a good start this year. 4-0 against the number and the numbers that I'm giving out right now with my New uh, writing gig with Sports Bet Collective. Hey, four winners, zero losers. Let's try to go that way. Other college games of note this week, ones that I'm keeping an eye on. I'm keeping my eye on Bucky Badger. BYU a year ago had their worst football team in decades. They were terrible. They're improved this year. Are they great? No. But we saw Wisconsin a week ago dink around with New Mexico. They did it the week before in that Friday night game. Look ahead factor with Iowa on deck next. It's announced this week. It'll be a night kickoff. Keep an eye there. 21 and a half currently the number in that one. And I have a game I love this week. Absolutely love. And I'm going to do more research, more investigation. But at first blush, the Connick Casino is jumping aboard the Tigers in the LSU-Auburn game. I know. All right. Good joke. Come on, Connick. No, the Auburn Tigers. I told you I don't believe in this LSU team. Nice win week one against Miami. Credit where credit is due. I was on the wrong side of that one. I'm doubling down here. Auburn with that front. How is LSU moving the football? No thanks. I am not betting with that team, with that offense. I'm jumping on Auburn. Nine and a half the number currently. We'll see if there's going to be any adjustment, any changes. But that's one certainly I'm keeping my eye on this week. And and I mentioned yesterday during the program with myself and Ken, I really like Utah this week. Another one, the number currently at 6.5. If you find a 7, grab it. Speaking of late-night games, Utah and San Diego State. Faden, Arizona State, after their upset win a week ago against Michigan State. I gave you the Sun Devils a week ago. Look at the Aztecs this week. Number currently 4.5 in San Diego Really like that one in the college realm. Let's jump over to little NFL first blush looks at some things. Thursday night football, Baltimore, Cincinnati. Don't have a strong opinion yet, just like the football game. And speaking of a great schedule, I think there's a half dozen really good games this weekend. Seven when you include that Baltimore-Cincinnati game that I'm really going to be looking forward to. A couple of ones that jump out to me. And the first thing is the point spread. An overreaction. Week two might be my favorite week to bet in the NFL. And I like betting them all because I have a problem. But my favorite, I think, is week two because of the overreaction that we get. And here's an overreaction. Philadelphia goes into Tampa. We see Tampa put a 48 spot up on New Orleans in New Orleans. Philly's just a three-point favorite. Look, I thought this Tampa team was going to be terrible. And maybe when Jameis Winston's back, they will be terrible. I think you're seeing some overreaction there. I'm looking at that one very, very closely. How about Kansas City? You feel like this is easy? A week after going out to L.A. and beating the Chargers quite handily. Now they go to Pittsburgh next. Five is the number. You're getting five points with Kansas City. 
I'd caution, be careful here. Steelers looked terrible last week. Kansas City looked great. That overreaction of week number one, always have to be careful with that. couple of looks through here of the opening lines and our first look through at the Con and Casino. Thanks for making the trip with me here on 1700. We're due for a break. When we come back on the other side, it will be time for another edition of the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr., they're waiting in the wings, getting ready for some football coming up this weekend, a night game. In fact, back-to-back night games for the Hawkeyes. 6.30 kick on BTM against you and I, followed up by the 7.30 latest kickoff in Iowa football history at Kinnick Stadium against Wisconsin. Oh, that will be good. And speaking of Vegas, no, I won't be at the Connick Casino. Instead, I'll be in the real thing. Look, I'm not pleased that I'm not going to be in Kinnick Stadium for the Iowa-Wisconsin game. Either... Might have been some choice words, under my breath, but choice words about that one when I found out my wife's best friend's getting married in Vegas that weekend. There's a bye week the week after for the Hawks, but alas, I wasn't asked. I'm going, I'll have my happy face on, and I'm going to Vegas. Look, it's not like this wedding's in Fargo, right? I'm going to have a good time. I'll be in Vegas. Won't be the same experience as being in Kinnick Stadium. I get that, but I'll have fun with it. We'll have fun coming up next. Dave Creighton Jr., Brett Ridge, the Hawkeye Huddle is next on 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins. For big games. For titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors? uh, These colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. 
We replaced our porch light with the Maximus Security Light. Maximus gives us instant notifications on our smartphone when someone's at our door. Even talk live with them from anywhere, anytime. Maximus was easy to install and keeps our family safe. Get your own Maximus Security Light at Costco. Attention, drivers with Class A CDL. Are you looking for a solid career that offers great benefits with the time at home you desire? How about earning $70,000 a year plus starting from year one? If this sounds good, come join our growing team at ADM. We offer a complete benefits package including 401k, health, life, dental, and vision. And we even offer a pension plan. With ADM, you'll get paid vacation, personal days, and holidays. Oh, and don't forget, $70,000 a year to start. Drivers must possess a Class A CDL with hazmat tanker and passport, or be able to obtain a passport within the first 60 days of employment. Don't wait. Call ADM today at 515-265-8437. That's 515-265-8437 or visit us at adm.com forward slash careers. ADM requires successful completion of a pre-employment drug screening and background check. ADM is an equal opportunity employer for minorities, females, protected veterans, and individuals with a disability. I'm so happy. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and punt it and drive home a nicer, newer car today for just 10 bucks down. I'm throwing a Hail Mary to make my month and I need your help. Trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down. This is for a limited time, so get in here and score before the clock runs out. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at approvedbyjoe.com, approvedbyjoe.com. 